It is a Sunday morning, a very good morning to you, and two celebrations happening today. It is Father's Day, and it's also Youth Day, and because both these days are significant in South Africa, I thought that we should actually take some time out and reflect on the relationship between fathers, stroke men, and the youth in South Africa, and how this relationship uh, should work. And uh, we, we, we had a chat previously to Kevin Rutter, who's the uh, founder of Fathers in Africa, uh, and he's with us to share his thoughts today. But we had a chat to him previously about the fact that, that fathers are absent in the homes and uh, fathers don't actually play that uh, big a role because you've got to either go out and, and work two jobs or one job that takes you a long time uh, and you're not home that very often. Uh, and, of course, the fact that they are, uh, I don't know, 50 to 60 percent of households in South Africa are, are, are single moms who are doing it, and uh, we need to really look at, uh, at that. So Kevin Rutter, the founder at Fathers in Africa, is with us this morning. Kevin, a very good morning to you, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Zane. It's great to talk again. Let's, let's, subject. Mm, let's get your thoughts on Father's Day. Is it a worthwhile exercise or just a sort of commercial success and a social disaster? <laughs> No, look. Obviously, it's a commercial success for Hallmark and the and, and the gang, but <laughs> it's, it's also it's also very important. And I think we need to reflect on it. We need to reflect on it more often than just one day a year. Um, but you know, the thing is, like you said, first of all, we need to salute single mothers for doing a fantastic job in this country. But like you said, you know, we have sixty percent of our youth, sixty percent of kids growing up without fathers in the home. It doesn't necessarily mean that fathers are not involved, but we, we also know that fathers are, are, are mostly not involved. And um, so you know, that has a massive um, impact on, on the social problems that we experience in this country. So when we're looking at issues you know, like teen pregnancies and drug abuse and, and violence in schools, which is a big thing at the moment, then we need to look at you know, what are the causes of that. And, and there's direct relation um, you know, where there's an absent father. There's a direct relationship. Uh, to that problem that reflects in society and reflects in, in all those other ways. Mm. And, and we, often th- we often tend to think that, you know, um, the absence of a father in a house uh, is a, a bit of a bad situation for a single mother who is actually rearing uh, a boy. And mm. normally it, that is not the case, uh, you know, that it's just for the boys. But the absence of a father in the house or, or the, uh, the absence of an active father, because, I mean, uh, I, I, I was a divorced father for something like uh, 21 years. But mm. I had visitation rights every day to my kids and I could see them once every second weekend. Um, and, and eventually things changed and they used to come to me for all the school holidays. And, and you know, okay. as, goes on, as, as time goes on, and I want to say to people who are sort of in a divorce situation at the moment, what you put down on paper never actually pans out in real life uh, in terms mm. of your children, especially. So. How important is it then for this this sort of father figure in terms of being there for for the girls also uh, you know in the homes? Mm. Well, you know there was an interesting study done. I mean, it's, it's extremely important, and and the young girl often gets her self esteem and her her mm. role model in terms of what she you know wants in in, in for you know, heterosexual woman for who you know the kind of man she's looking for to be involved in her life. And there was an interesting study done. Um, on the BBC uh, recently by a psychologist, Laverne Entrebus, who did, she looked at the biological effects of father involvement, just the biological effect. And there were some interesting things that came out of it. We can maybe unpack some of them, some of them later. But one, one of the key things that came out, which is a very interesting thing, is that young girls 
who have evolved fathers actually start their menstrual cycle later in life. And where there's an absent father, they, they menstruate earlier. And just purely from a biological point of view, this shows us that, you know, if she's safe and secure in her father's love, she's biologically not going out to look for, you know, a man to get married to and have babies with, etc. And mm. that, that was quite an interesting thing that came out. Um, so, and, and you know, the, the self-esteem thing and the, and the nurturing and the love that a father gives, when, when you a young father and you hold your baby girl or your baby boy, for the first time in your arms, it releases a, a powerful hormone uh, called oxytocin, which is our love hormone. And it gives this kind of very connected uh, feeling. And young girls and young boys respond to that, obviously. And they find that security and that love in that male figure that they have in their lives from, from a very early age. So we, we actually made um, biologically as fathers to, to nurture and to love and to be there for our children from even pre-birth. You know, our children recognize our voices yeah. in the mother's womb um, and so on. These are biological facts. So the, uh, yeah, and the self-esteem issue is huge. You know, girls with involved fathers grow up to be much more self-assured, uh, much more socially, um, um, uh, you know, ex- not only accepted, yeah. but socially, um, uh, uh, yeah, they, they kind of interact socially much, much better. Mm. Um, and, and even dietary problems um, that young girls experience um, are linked to an absent father. Yeah. So some of the eating disorders that young girls experience are linked to not having a positive role model in their lives. And uh, yeah, I, ca- I can't imagine my little one growing up uh, without me or without me being around. Even my eldest one, for instance, who is now married, uh, turns around and says, but Dan, I can't talk to him about that. I'm talking to you rather about it. I say, goes talk to your husband. He's, he's your partner in life, you know, mm. uh, and, and one doesn't want to encourage that. But you also don't want to discourage the fact that there's an open relationship between you and your children that can actually come to you, even though they are married. Having a look exactly. at today, which is Youth Day, and we're chatting this morning to uh, Kevin Rutter. He is the founder at uh, Fathers in Africa uh, and sharing his thoughts on, on the youth and, and the role that fathers can play in society. Um, having a look at, at you know, the fact that it's Youth Day, how should fathers uh, and men in communities, how should they be uh, sort of become the role models of those communities and how should they actually help and assist the youth in those communities? Okay, so I mean, we, we, we know that mentorship is so important and uh, positive role models are so important. And we have young kids looking up to, you know, unfortunately, role models that are just not up to standard. You know, we have rap artists and, um, mm. you know, sports guys that are, um, you know, and, and, you know, sort of racism that's kind of cultivated mm. within those environments. And chatting, we, about the, chatting about that, that comes to mind, babes, Uduma. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the father's role is one really of mentorship. That's what it is. You know, the, the story, the word mentor actually comes from uh, Homer's Odyssey, which is, a, you know, that Greek um, novel where, where um, Odysseus goes to war and he leaves his young uh, child in the care of an older man whose name was, um, was Mentor. So, you know, there's this, and, and that's where we get the word mentorship from. So positive role models, really in society and in communities are so important. And we've lost that. We, you know, we, we used to have the saying, the village raises a child, where you had uncles and brothers and, and older, older men 
looking after younger children. And we lost that to the migrant labor system and all other kinds of evils that we've had to suffer as a country. And we've lost those male role models and we've left it up to our women, who, as I said, have done a good job. But we need to get men back um, to play that important role of mentorship in families. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is essential for us to, um, as men, and I'm not going to sound very chauvinistic here because, uh, you know, it, it, it's an equal cut down the line. Myself having four daughters uh, and knowing yeah. and knowing what it's what it's like, you know, for, for, for my grandchildren to grow up in a situation whereby their fathers uh, and I demand nothing else. I don't demand money or anything from their fathers, but I demand that their fathers play an active role in their lives and, and, and that they are there for their children uh, and not leave it up to the mothers. So uh, men, for instance, in terms of uh, the, the importance that they play as fatherly figures. Now, when I say fatherly figures, you know, you can't have men everywhere. Uh, but in, in, a, in a particular situation, like, for instance, uh, we live in a complex so I also mm. in the complex say to the guys, listen, you, you see the boys playing football. Go and have a chat to them. Play with them. Kick the ball once or twice. Because yeah. you don't know if there's a fatherly figure in the house, um, you yeah. know, and, and that's none of our business. But when you see the guys outside, chat to the boys, chat to the girls. Be that fatherly figure. If you're sitting in the park, don't only watch your children. Watch all the children in the park. So what, what is the importance of that fatherly figures uh, in society? Yeah, you know, then that he makes such an important point. Children react, and our youth react to to father figures. We we run a national essay contest every year uh, with the subject "What My Father Means to Me," and children are literally crying out for involved men in their lives, not necessarily biological men, because some of the happy stories are stories of a grandfather or an uncle, or whatever, who took on that role of fatherhood or of father to those children. Uh, we have a wonderful story of um, Olani Levuno, who's run the Comrades Marathon on crutches. He's become a literally a worldwide sensation. And Olani was a result of a, of a man um, stopping at a robot. Uh, Olani was a, a beggar who'd lost his leg uh, due to cancer. And he'd spent five years in jail uh, for housebreaking. He used to beg on the streets in Pretoria and live under a bridge in Brooklyn. He was hooked on Niope drugs. Um, and this man took on the role of father, and Alani calls him father to this day, um, and he's become an overnight success. He speaks at conferences all around South Africa. He's run the comrades. He's attempted the Ironman, but he, he broke his hand, unfortunately, trying to complete the Ironman. Mm. Um, he kicked drugs, cold turkey, in after he was given a job, um, and he now has a positive role model. He has a father figure that he can look up to, and there are literally millions, I'm not exaggerating, and you know this, there are literally millions of, of young boys that are in a similar position in this country. And all it takes is one man to say, hey, I'm going to give you a chance and I'm going to become your father, a father figure. And we can solve this nation's problem overnight if we have more men like that, that actually stand up and say, hey, um, I want to be involved in, 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 a, in a young man's life. And I have personal stories yeah. as well. I mentor a young guy in the Eastern Cape. Uh, Sanatemba, who who was completely lost. He used to sit um, in his township, in Marcel Township near Bushman's River, on a daily basis on a, on a soapbox and just wonder what life had in store for him. He'd lost his brother. He'd been stabbed in a Shabin uh, 14 times. He, his sister died of AIDS, and he was completely, he'd lost hope in life. And 
uh, we, we sent him back to school. He got the Headmaster's Award two years in a row, grade 11 and grade 12. And he's now a very successful businessman in Port Elizabeth just because one guy, you know, stood up and said, hey, mm. um, I'll be your dad and I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll be here for you. And, it, you know, it didn't take a lot. There was a distance between us, but it took, you know, phone calls every couple of days. Hey, how are you, you doing at school? Um, you know, he used to phone me and say, hey, dad, he calls me pops now. Mm. Phones me every Father's Day and calls me pops. And um, he, you know, I remember the first maths exam he wrote, he got 3%. And he ended up passing a trick with a university entrant. Wow. And these are just beautiful stories of, you know, young boys who respond incredibly to this um, male role model in their lives. And they just literally turn their lives around from being down and out to being successful in, in life, in whatever whatever your definition of success is. Yeah. Chatting to Kevin Rutters this morning, the founder of Fathers in Africa, who is with us here to share his thoughts on uh, Father's Day as well as Youth Day and uh, uh, a little bit about Fathers in Africa. They're a non-profit organization that supports all fathers to be actively and positively engaged in their children's lives. And uh, their aim is to improve the health and well-being of all children and all families, especially through being either a father or being a father figure. We've got two very important things happening today. And you say, you know what, uh, yeah, it's been commercialized, Father's Day, and everybody thinks that, uh, that you, um, you need to give your father some kind of a present or something. My daughter just made me a little card that says, you're the best dad in the world. And a couple of, couple of drawings with a couple of hearts, and you know how girls are. They always tend to color everything in. Sure. It's got to be coordinated. <laughs> but, and that's at my desk, and it's, it's probably the best thing ever um, that mm. this child will give me in her entire life besides mm. uh, certain things that I demand and, uh, you know, that I respect is one thing that I uh, am very, very keen about. And I'm also keen about you need to do your best whatever your best is, not what my best is and what I want sure. out of you, but you do what, what you, you, you feel is the best that you can do in your life. So we've got these two very important days, Youth Day and Father's Day. Your bit of advice of bringing these two very important days together. Yeah, sure. Just quickly, I'll quickly want to touch on something you said, Dan, before I answer that question. The fact, you know, mm. you, you know what that did for you when you got that card from your oh, daughter. Yes. The thing is, fatherhood is good for men. You know, men, we've lost touch with, with our boys and, and, and men in this country. You kind of cast them out on separate lifeboats at sea. You know, and we, we, there's been the emphasis on the girl child, et cetera. And you know, and, you know, we love the emphasis on the girl child because we have girls. You have four, I have two girls. But the thing is, fatherhood and a positive, positive masculinity is so good for men. You know, men grow up angry and, um, you know, lost themselves. And the fact is, when you become a good father, when you become a good role model to somebody else, it is so good for us. It does so much for us as men. And I think that's, you know, we, we, we tend to forget that, that all the emphasis on our, our children need fathers. But you as a man, you need to be a good father too. And when you are, it, it, it really completes you and it makes you feel fantastic. And I think that's important, that we also reflect on yeah. the value that it has for you as a man as well as for your children. So, yeah, and I think, you know, when we to answer the other question about how we kind of put fatherhood and youth together, we, our youth become, our young boys, mostly become fathers one day. And the thing is, the way that we're raising and teaching boys how to be men, um, 
is really, you know, we have this saying toxic masculinity in this country, and it's true. We have a, a masculinity that is violent and angry, and we're raising boys that way. From when they're very small, we're saying to them, stop crying, stop with the tears, uh, man up, you know. And we, we are suppressing those emotions in young boys that we shouldn't be. Um, boys need to realize that it's okay to, be, to share emotion and to, to, it's okay to cry. Um, you know, this big boys don't cry thing. It's just a fallacy. It's a myth. It's actually, okay. And if you learn that as a young boy, you learn empathy. You learn how to show love. You learn how to nurture. Another interesting thing that came out of the study was that when you learn that you're becoming a father, uh, your t- testosterone levels drop by 30%. Now, that's a very interesting biological fact. Mm. Why would your testosterone levels drop by 30%? And in fact, your prolactin hormones increase, which is a supposedly a more female hormone. And what, what it's telling us is that we're becoming more, becoming less manly in a sense. We're becoming more nurturing and caring. So the fact that our testosterone level drops by 30% means that we are, we are made to be loving and nurturing at that moment when we know that a young person is coming into our lives. So the fact that you know, men must kind of stand back and let women do all the work around pregnancy and birth and so on is, is rubbish. We, oh, we are made to be there yeah. and to love and to care and to nurture. And yeah. you know, this men care uh, aspect mm, of, mm. of what it is to be a father is so important. Yeah. But it, but more important is how we raise our young boys. Yeah. We need to, you know, stop squeezing them into this traditional man box. Uh, I have a school program called Escaping the Man Box, which is around offering up different models of masculinity for young boys to say, hey, it's okay to play the piano, it's okay to dance, it's okay to cry, it's okay to show love. Um, and, you know, instead of kind of showing the only emotion that we taught is okay as young boys to show, and that's anger and violence. Um, so they're definitely linked. You know, the way that we raise boys is linked to what kind of kind of a father they're going to become when they're a little bit older. Yeah, we we always tell our young boys to to fight back, and that's not necessarily the the right thing to do. Somebody that's hits right. you, go and fight back, go and hit him, and then we actually teach the child to box. And there are so many movies that are out there where we we you know you you teach a child to box and you teach a child to do this, and then the child goes yeah. back to the bully and goes and goes and kind of engages the bully in that kind of violent tradition. Uh, and and yep. I think we definitely need to change that. I know chatting this morning to Kevin Rutters of uh, Fathers in Africa. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. And if you'd like to find out more details, it's fathers.co.za, which is the website you need to go to. And I'm sure that there's a Facebook page, also a link that will take you from there. Kevin, have a wonderful Father's Day, first of all. And secondly, have a fantastic Sunday. Thanks so much, Zane. By the way, the Facebook page is actually under the name Front, Front Page Father. And that was really a media campaign that we started to try and get the media involved in the advocacy work that we do. So the Facebook is not Fathers in Africa, but Front front Page Father. It's bringing men back onto the front page with all the positivity that's around there.